Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey everybody, welcome to the Healing Place Church Daily Devotional Podcast. We want to welcome all of those who are watching online and those of you who are listening right now on our audio podcast. We are in the book of James and we're finishing up chapter one here. We're looking at some of the most famous verses in the entire book of James about religion. So let's dive in. Verse 26 says this, If you claim to be religious, but you don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself, and your religion is worthless. Verse 27, one of the most famous verses. He says, Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. James is an amazing pastor, and here he's he's doing a mixture of things. He's correcting the church. He's, he's, he's directing the church. He's helping them to see the importance of how their life has to match up with what they claim is their faith. And so I had two very quick observations from this text. The first one is this, is that self-control is a sign of salvation. Self-control is a sign of salvation. Paul will echo this same thought in the book of Galatians when he talks about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. What, what he's saying is this, is that whenever the Holy Spirit dwells inside of a person, one of the effects of that, one of the effects that comes from the indwelling Holy Spirit is the ability to control yourself. And this is an amazing thought, and James is going to apply it specifically to how we use our words. He's saying, look, if with one side of your mouth you say, I love Jesus, I believe in Jesus, Jesus is my Lord, but then on the other side of your, of your mouth you're saying things that completely contradict the nature and the character of Jesus, you ought to be concerned about that because you might be fooling yourself. He actually says this harsh phrase. He says, your religion is worthless. In other words, your religion doesn't have any real effect in your life. You see, when we follow Christ, when we put our faith in Christ, the Holy Spirit dwells inside of us, and He has real effect in our lives. You ever met anybody that talks out of both sides of their mouth? You know, with one, they'll say one thing, and then, then 10 minutes later, they say something completely different, and, and you're just like, you're always confused. You never know what to believe. As Christians, we have to make sure that we're not doing this. You see, we can't, from one side of our mouth, say things like, man, God is good, and then the other side of our mouth only speak negative. One side of our mouth, we could say, man, everything's going great. God is all, all, all he's always taking care of me, all this, and at the same time, we're constantly complaining about the things that God is calling us to do. We can't say, I love God, and then say hateful words to people he loves. You see, our lips have to match our life. The second observation I think is this, is that real religion isn't heard, but it's seen. It isn't heard, but it's seen. You see, the gospel, we preach the gospel with our words, but honestly, we show the gospel more by what we do with our lives. And there are two ways, he says, that we can show the gospel to other people. 
One, he says, is by taking care of the orphans and the widows. And this is so beautiful because what he's saying is, is that as Christians, we have the opportunity to take care of those who cannot help themselves. And this is a pure picture of the gospel. You see, Jesus up in heaven saw us in our helpless state. He saw that we needed salvation and we could not provide salvation for ourselves. We could not have enough good days to cancel out all of our bad days. If we were ever going to get into heaven, if we were ever going to have our sins forgiven, we needed someone to help us. And so Jesus came and he helped us in our moment of weakness, in our time of helplessness. And so as Christians, we should respond the same way. If there's somebody that needs help, someone who's a social outcast or somebody who's, who's in a place of weakness, as Christians, we have the opportunity to express Christ to them and show them the gospel by taking care of their needs. And I think the second thing is this, is that we can stay away from the corruption of the world. This is a huge thought because what James is saying is that the world, the culture, has this infectious quality to it. You see, the world we live in, it wants to pollute our lives. It wants to come in and it wants to change us. It wants to make us conform. This is what Paul says in Romans chapter 12. The world wants us to conform to its patterns. It wants us to be just like them. But James and Paul both say it, that we have to resist that. We have to set our minds on Christ. And as we do, the world won't change us, but we actually have the ability to change the world. You see, the world wants to hear the gospel, but even more so, they need to see it. And we have an opportunity today to make a difference. So what's our application? I think it's very simple. First, it's speak life. It's speak life. Evaluate. Take an inventory of the words that you use today. Are you speaking negative or are you speaking positive? Are you complaining or are you praising God? Are you gossiping or are you speaking highly of people? Are you saying loving words or are you saying hateful words? We have an opportunity today to use our words to speak life into somebody else. And I think the second application is pretty simple. Look for opportunities to help people. There are people at your office, there are people at the supermarket, people at restaurants, wherever you may go, your brothers, your sisters, your, 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 your parents, your children, your family members, there are people that need help. And if you can provide that help, then you have a unique opportunity to show them the gospel in a powerful way. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for these amazing verses that are just packed with so much practicality. Lord, we just ask right now that you would give every single person watching this, every single person listening to this, special opportunities to serve today. Lord, I pray that you would bring needs to our doorstep, needs that will give us an opportunity to display the gospel very clearly to a person in the middle of their need. And Lord, I just pray that we would take inventories of our words and our words would be givers of life today. God, our words wouldn't be used to tear anyone down, but be used to build up. Our words wouldn't speak a lack of faith in you, but a, an abundance of trust in your goodness, in your nature, in your character. And we pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.